You're listening to the Vine Podcast, episode 94. When you're considering a big investment in your business, like redesigning your website, you might ask yourself what you're going to get out of the investment and experience. For some investments, there is a financial return on investment that you will see directly as a result of something that you do in your business. For others, the results may be more intangible. So let's talk about what to expect in terms of ROI with a new website design. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am super excited that you are here today. And if you're a brand new listener, I always love to just say an extra welcome to you because it just means so much to me that you are spending some time here and giving this podcast a try. And if you are a return listener, I am super thankful for you as well. I love getting to hear your feedback of the different episodes that resonate with you guys and get to know you guys over on Instagram as well. It always just means so much to me just to hear from you guys because right now I'm sitting in my office talking to a microphone. And so to be able to know who is on the other side of that microphone listening in just means so much to me. So my name is Madison Wetherill, if we have not met already, and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios, and we are a web design company who specializes in working with food bloggers. So the really cool thing about getting to work almost exclusively with food bloggers is that we are really all in when it comes to what is going on in the food blogging world. We stay up to date on trends and things like that. And honestly, it has just been the coolest thing to combine the food blogging world with the design world and really to be able to combine both of my businesses in a way. So our clients typically are pretty well established in the food blogging world and they've been around for a handful of years all the way up to maybe 10 or 15 years. They often have quite a bit of content in their backlog. Usually it is anywhere between... 100 posts to a couple thousand posts, it can really vary a lot. And it's really exciting for our team to be able to really craft a unique brand and website for each of our clients. And it has never ceased to amaze me how different we can create these brands and websites for our clients who even could be within the same niche. And that's honestly what keeps it so exciting for us, even though it is all food at the end of the day. I have just found that it varies so, so much site to site. So if you are considering a new logo design or new branding or a new website design in the next year, I would love to chat with you. You can always find out more information about how we work with clients by going over to graceandvinestudios.com and clicking on the services tab and then you can learn a little bit more about what we are offering. We are updating some of our packages for the next year and I'm so excited to talk more about that in just a few weeks. But for now, you can head over to that page to learn more about mostly our website design package at this point, since that's the one that is not going to be changing. And hopefully after listening to this episode, you'll have a better understanding of what you can expect to get out of a website redesign. So let's dive into that topic. When you are starting to level up in your business and you're starting to make some bigger investments, 
it can start to feel really nerve wracking to know whether or not an investment is going to be worth it. Now, unfortunately, I have heard so many stories of people working with all kinds of different service providers, taking courses, being in memberships, all types of things that have fallen flat. And when you are going to make an investment, if you've had that experience in the past, it's really easy to have sort of a jaded approach to making investments in your business and really having doubts of whether or not those investments are going to be worth it. So when it comes to your website, there are definitely some finite results that you will get or could potentially get as well as some intangible things that you can and should expect. Now I am speaking from experience of what we have done for our clients and what has worked for our clients. However, I think if you are investing in your website, these are the things that you should be expecting and hoping to receive out of that process. So regardless of who you're working with, whether it is us or someone else, I think these are some of the things that you should be hoping to get. And it's not going to be all of them necessarily at once because every single person is different. But if you are considering which web designer to work with, for example, I would look at some of these results and really compare them to the testimonials that you're seeing on that web designer's website, the things that they're talking about when they're talking about their package. Again, something that I've learned from being in the food blogging industry for so long now is that what food bloggers need for their website is so vastly different than I would say 99% of other industries. Even if you look at different types of bloggers that are out there, what a craft blogger, for example, might need versus what a food blogger might need is going to be very different. So when it comes to your website, it's just really important that somebody understands that. And there are a lot of things that can sort of carry over between blogging, for example. So if it's a travel blogger or a craft blogger or a food blogger, there are certain things that are going to carry over and be the same between all of those because they're all content based and they're all bloggers. But when it comes to comparing a food blogger website to even something like a restaurant or something like a medical professional, it is obviously going to be incredibly different. And so it's really, really important to get an understanding of what type of work someone has done in the past so that you can really get a clear sense of what their knowledge is going to be of your industry. So when it comes to what is the ROI of a new website, something to really consider and think about is that every website is going to vary a little bit. I mentioned that a couple seconds ago, but when it comes to results specifically, you really have to understand that results are going to vary between every single site. I feel like websites should probably have some sort of a fine print that says results may vary because Every single one of our clients who we've worked with has been in a completely unique situation. They've had a completely unique experience and therefore they've had varying results. However, I can say that there are some general things that our clients have experienced after redesigning their website. And so I would say that it's safe to assume some of these things could happen for you as well. So some of the results that have happened when our clients have gone through our process, and I want to really mention that I don't think this is going to happen if you you know, hire somebody on Fiverr and you spend $200 on a new website and you think it's, you know, a brand new custom website. That's not the type of investment that we're talking about here. We're really talking about a high level, high impact investment in a custom website. You certainly could get some of these results from maybe just having a better theme or tweaking your website a little bit, but again, you're probably not going to have as great of an impact unless it is a complete overhaul of your site with the intention of getting some of these results as well. 
So some of these results include increasing email signups and creating more of those raving fans. So when we are thinking about this result in particular for our clients, we're thinking about creating an experience and a journey through the website that helps them to naturally want to continue to want to be a part of it. And they're the way that they're going to do that is by signing up for your email list. So sometimes that involves creating a strategic freebie that really we come up with during the branding process and we really dig into what your specific reader would be looking for and what they're struggling with that you can help them with. And we craft a freebie strategy around that. Sometimes it might be an email series that you're going to create based off of what your reader is struggling. Whatever it is that you are sort of promoting, we make sure to maximize the ability for somebody to sign up for that on your website. And we really make sure to have this be something that is conversion focused so that you're getting a lot of those email signups, but they are people who really want to be there, not people who are just signing up because there was an annoying pop-up in their way. Another result that can sometimes happen is an increased RPM. So in this case, this is going to directly correlate to more money on your site. It is going to be something that might just be a few dollar increase in your RPM that will happen. You know, over time, you will see more ad revenue coming in. And this has to do with a number of factors. It isn't just the website design itself. Oftentimes, some of these clients are coming from super broken, outdated themes. And so naturally, you would expect for this result to happen when you have something that is built with ad revenue in mind. A lot of times our clients will also have their ad network do a thorough audit and review of their new website and help them to place ads effectively and make sure that they are really optimized the best that they can be. So I want to just give that clarification that this isn't necessarily a direct result from the website redesign, but it is something that is closely tied to it. And with one client in particular, the day after her site launched, she saw a $9 increase in her RPM. And obviously, if that were to stay the same long term, which it has pretty much stayed about that much of an increase over time, that's going to add up to a lot more money over the long haul of your blog, especially as your traffic increases, that's going to mean even more of that ad revenue coming into your pocket. Another result that you might see is more visits per page. So this can mean that somebody who is coming to your website is clicking around more, visiting more pages and that type of thing. This can lead to more ad impressions, but it can also lead to the opportunity for creating that raving fan and helping someone to kind of walk along this journey and again, want to be a part of it more long-term. I really believe that the more time someone clicks into your site and kind of the further they go into it, the more they're going to be able to assess whether or not it is for them. And that is really the first step in creating this experience for your readers to become raving fans is really giving them the opportunity to understand your site on the level of, is this site for me or is it not? Another result that is similar to having more clicks around your website and more visits per page is a longer time on page. And this is one of those things that is... From my understanding, not super clear whether it is an actual part of the Google algorithm. However, if you think about it just logically, if somebody searches something on Google and they go to a site and they spend a very short amount of time on that site, that tells Google that that search intent did not match what they found on the website. So on the flip side of that, if someone lands on your page and they're on your page for longer because it is well-designed, it helps them to naturally go through the content, it's something that is easy easy for them to use, you would think that that would be a signal to Google that that search intent matched what they landed on in the website and that it was a good result. So again, I 
have heard both sides of this, so I cannot speak to it from an SEO perspective as like a guarantee, but it just makes sense to me that this is something that would benefit your site from a Google algorithm perspective. But again, there are other benefits to this, like increased RPMs and ad impressions in general. And again, the longer that someone stays on your website and is on your page, the more likely they are to read your blog post, to click around, to find other things. And so I think overall, it just benefits people in general when they can get people to spend more time on their website. Okay, these last two results are probably my favorite. We've talked about a couple of things that are a little bit more tangible, but also might vary site to site a lot. However, this next one is that you can expect a better user experience for your readers. Now I have heard feedback from our clients in a lot of different ways around this idea of better user experience. I have had clients who say that they love using their site so much more than they used to. They've had readers report that it's easier to find content. They've been able to implement a better search functionality where people can really dig into what they're looking for, a better recipe index. They've just had their users be pleased with the way that they can find things easily and that the way that they can dive into the content more easily. Another thing that we always focus on with our web design packages is creating reusable blocks within Gutenberg that the blogger can use to be able to highlight different parts of their content. And I think this creates a better user experience because it helps your reader to narrow in to the information you really want them to read. They're, you know, we know that most readers are just skimming and they're kind of just browsing through the content trying to get to the recipe card. But if you have something that is standing out to them and is visually pleasing to them, they're a lot more likely to read it. And if that happens to be something that aligns with your brand values and your brand mission and can help your reader in solving their problems, then it's going to be a natural fit for them to read it and to help push them to becoming that raving fan. This can just have so many results within this idea of having a better user experience because again, it's going to create that relationship between you and your reader. It's going to help your readers want to come back to your website. And it's also going to potentially create the ability for people who are ready to buy products, whether that is something like an affiliate product that you're trying to promote, or maybe it's something that you have that you are promoting like an ebook or a course or you know a small ticket offer, like something that might be a digital download. It's going to create a better experience experience overall on your website, which is going to help people be primed and ready to take action, whatever actions it is that you are hoping that they do on your site. And then lastly, the results that you can definitely expect when redesigning your website is having a more professional looking website. Now this can again lead to so many things and really is going to be very site specific depending on what it is that you are looking for and what your goals are at the start of the project. I think for most of our clients, this can really lead to bigger opportunities for their brand as a whole. So it could be things like brand partnerships. If they are, you know, putting their best foot forward with their website, it's a lot more likely that a brand might reach out or that when they reach out to brands and do kind of, you know, that promotion of their services, they're able to have something very professional to represent their brand. It also can lead to things like maybe a cookbook deal or a TV show deal. These are not specific things that have happened for our clients, but Again, it's just one of those things that naturally makes sense to me that if you are trying to take your business to the next level with higher level offerings, then you really want to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward with a website that really represents your brand in a way that aligns with where you want your brand to go. 
So I said that we haven't had clients who have had this result come from their website design, but we have had clients who already have things that they're launching like a cookbook or things that they're doing with their brand and they just don't feel like their website matches the caliber of their brand and what they've grown into. And so this is a really important thing to think about when you are, you know, creating these other offers in your business besides just creating content and monetizing through ads is the website that you have really representative of your brand as a whole. A lot of food bloggers end up having sort of a personal brand side and so it's important to think about that and and think about whether or not this website in its current state that you have is representing your brand in the way that you want it to. Okay so we got through the sort of six results. I'm sure there are many more than that, and I mentioned a few more, but the six main results that we have seen our clients get when redesigning a website. Like I said, this can also apply whether you're working with us or another company, but I think it's important to know what are the results you want to get out of this. For a lot of clients who come to us, they just want a website that works because they're having so many issues with their website and they're just finding that they have so many band-aids and so many things are outdated and slow that they just need a fresh start. But it's important before you sign up to work with somebody for a big project like this or for any investment in your business that you're really clear on the results that you're hoping to get. Because if somebody came to me, for example, and they had a result that was completely outside of what we have been able to achieve for our clients, or it was just completely unrealistic, it would be really hard for me to agree to work with them because I wouldn't want to be setting them up for failure if their expectations were wildly different than the results that we're able to get our clients. And that is just something that I take very seriously, that our clients have realistic expectations of what will happen with a new website because there is so much more to a brand new website than just the way that it looks. It really needs to function well and it needs to be able to bring results results to your business and not just be a huge expense that you decided to take out for looks and posterity. I hope this episode was interesting to you guys. Whether or not you are considering a new website in the near future or in the distant future, I hope this gives you a lot of things to think about. And if this is resonating with you and you are hearing these results and you know that you want to take that investment and take up this project, then I would love to chat with you. Again, you can go over to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab. There will be a short questionnaire for you to fill out and then you will schedule a call to chat with me and just see if it's a good fit to work together. We can talk about some of the results you're hoping to get get some of the things that you might be looking for in this redesign package and just make sure that it's a good fit before you sign up. So I would love to chat with you there. Head over to that website and check out the details and feel free to reach out if you have any questions on this episode or on other results that you might be expecting on redesigning your website. So until next week, friends, talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.